Hello, Garth here from the Strength and Shred podcast. I hope you're fighting fit and ready to digest some super simple tips on how to build your best body. And as usual, I'll give you my take-home messages towards the end of this podcast so you know exactly what to do to go ahead and implement those strategies that we're going to offer you. This podcast has been created due to someone asking me a question, basically. They direct message me, which any of you can do. The question was how to get the perfect body. So I've slightly changed it and just said how to build your best body. So if you do have a question, please do ask me. I'm happy to help. You can simply do this by heading over to my Instagram page, which is Garth Strength and Shred. And yeah, like I said, you can ping over a message and I'm happy to help. So let's get straight stuck into this one. Everyone is going to have a different starting point, I'm sure, with this one. And it doesn't matter what stage you're currently at. Just as long as you make some positive changes after listening to this podcast. So how to build your best body. What does your best body even even look like? Everyone's going to have a different perception on this one. Someone's great may be completely different to the next person. Is there a time in your life when you can look at a picture and say, hey, I look the absolute dog's bollocks there. Take me back then, I wanna look like that again. I've certainly got some pictures where I can say that, and I'm sure you guys have probably got some as well. The way I see it is that we've all been dealt a hand of playing cards, and you've got to do the best with what you've got. I'm sorry, but that's the, that is the reality of it. Genetics obviously play a massive part in how we all look. It's what makes us all unique and look very different from one person to the other. Let's look at the lovely ladies, for example. You've got Sandra in one corner walking around with some lovely childbearing hips. And then you've got Susan in the other corner who has no hips at all. In between there, you've got that population where they're in between the middle of those two descriptions. No exercise, trust me, will change the size and shape of your pelvis, love. It's the unchangeable framework of your body. It's just like having bricks that make the shape of your house. It's set in, literally, it's set in stone. That's you, and you better learn to love it. We can't all look the same now, can we? I mean, how weird would that be? So let me tell you a little short story and something in what I've learned to love about myself that at first, trust me, I wasn't too fond about. But over time, got used to it, and quite frankly, couldn't give a shit anymore. For most of my life, I've always like had a shaving head. If you know me well, you'll know this. But once upon a time, uh, I tried to grow it back about I think it was about 12 years ago when, after I did my master's. Uh, this was a very comical event for others, but not so much for myself, kind of laughing on my behalf. So, so I started growing and the weeks went by and slowly this uncharted territory was revealed right before my eyes. I'd almost discovered these new islands on top of, on top of my head that only the great, you know, the greats of James Cook or what's the other guy called Christopher Columbus could only dream of discovering all on top of all on top of my head. But me being me, I was stubborn. I kept growing it, albeit it wasn't coming back in patches. But I was determined, and I kind of just kind of soldiered on with it. I just wanted to keep going to see where things would go. So it got to a length where I started using my old hair wax. I thought, yes, get this bad boy out. Went to Boots. Here's my five quid. I think it was I think it was fish fingers it's called it had like a nice coconut smell anyway digress so it's getting pretty serious hair wax was on the scene unscrewed the lid of this lovely fish fingers bit of a dodgy name if you ask me but excited about how I could essentially move my hair and cover 
cover all these bold patches, all these like tropical islands on my head. And then very quickly, like my world came tumbling down. Like whilst trying to make my hair look lovely and beautiful, the hair wax was literally pulling out all of my fucking hair out of my scalp. And most of it was in my hands. Like after, it was like so crushing. But the point of my story is this. I'm sure we've all got our own little insecurities about ourselves. That being mine back in the day. And that, my good friends, is absolutely normal and perfectly okay. So I've learned to love the old shaving, bald head look. I've never looked back and I wouldn't have it any other way now. Probably makes me more aerodynamic for the old triathlons anyway. But back to the topic at hand, building your best body. So what can we change about our bodies without flying across to some country like Singapore and getting some dodgy cosmetic surgery done, which I obviously don't recommend, folks. If you are going to go ahead with it, you probably want to pay some good money for it. If it's too cheap, those alarm bells should be ringing in your heads, yeah? There are two things, though, straight away that we can change without going to those invasive measures. We can change our muscle tone and we can change how our body how much body fat we carry around with us, essentially. These two combined is where your body will look in its most natural state. Now, before anyone kind of loses their shit, when I say most natural state, what I mean is us lovely human beings have been roaming around this planet with low levels of body fat way longer than with excessive amounts of body fat. Being fat and obese, or whatever you want to call it, on the timeline timeline of human beings been around, it's pretty much very, very new. For women, like a normal body fat is between twenty to twenty-four percent body fat levels, and that's regarded as excellent according to the ACSM guidelines, which is just American College of Sports Medicine. And for men it's a bit lower because we've got different hormones comp- compared to you lovely ladies. For men, what's regarded as excellent in terms of body fat is ten to fourteen percent. And for some elite athletes, not all athletes, because you know there's a wide range of athletes, um, you can drop both sexes' body fat by a, a further five percent. So women being like 14, 15, men being kind of on the six, being very low, um, kind of six to eight mark. The chances is probably that you're not an elite athlete. You may you're gonna work for a living. You may have children running around the house, especially these times of the COVID nineteen, and you're probably don't have a team of people making you feel the best you can possibly be mentally and physically like full-time athletes do. They've got sports, you know, they have sports massages, they've got physiotherapists, they've got sports psychologists, they've got the job lot, you name it. They are the best they can possibly be. We're not like that. We're not in that kind of situation. So just try and be the best you can possibly be with the environment that you have as well. The human body was designed to move. I mean, just look at it. It's pretty, it looks agile. It should do. It's It's strong. And that thing in between your ears is pretty super smart as well. The human body isn't designed to be stationary. It's designed to hunt. It's designed to move. And it has done for literally millions of years. So what can we do to help improve the tone and appearance of our muscles if this is the way you want to go with it? Quite simply, you need to move them and you need to use them and on a regular basis. Muscles respond really well to weight resistance training. Now, this doesn't all have to be gym work. This might involve cycling. This might involve dancing. It can even be yoga. Personally, I like to mix it up. It keeps me motivated and prevents boredom and stagnation. But if you're in a gym, and like most of us, very limited on time, I would go for big compound movements in your exercise selection. 
Now, a big compound movement means moving a lot of muscles in one given movement rather than one muscle on its own. So you might be completing two to three leg exercises in the gym on one session, and that might involve lunges, it might involve squats, it might involve side lunges. Then you might work on two to three upper body exercises, such as lat pull downs, you might work on push-ups, and you might throw in chin-ups and shoulder press there as well. For example, your muscles will become more visible with some decent weight being lifted though. Very light endurance stuff, high reps, very low weight, won't change the tonality of that muscle too much at all. And in addition to this weight being lifted, it likes to be stimulated more than once per week in order to change its appearance. So moving on to my second point, which is carrying less body fat around. And let's all face it, we'll all have a six pack underneath if we didn't have excess body fat around our torso. You remove it and trust me, you'll see it. So essentially there is no point doing a thousand ab crunches a week if you're gonna go away and eat like a complete knobhead in the kitchen. Instead, you're probably best doing 60 reps rather than 1,000 reps of a mixture of core exercises and focusing on auditing your own diet. Essentially, you're doing less movement and getting a six-pack from that, which is kind of funny. Like I just said, audit your own diet. Nothing makes you more accountable than tracking down what you are actually consuming. I urge you to try this for seven days and then ask yourself, where are my naughty calories coming from on a week-to-week -week basis? When I say naughty calories, I mean like the empty ones. So it might be that daily can of Coke you have during your, your lunch hour, which is of the full-fat variety. Or it might be that extra chalky biscuit you're having in between your breakfast and, and your lunch, for example. That extra 100 calories or so a day can really add up over time. If you do that every day for a month, you've nearly gained an extra pound of fat in just that 100 calories per day. The small changes really do matter. So what some of my clients do, they'll send me actual pictures of what they're eating and drinking, not all the time, but only in the early stages, just to get some healthy habits on board. And that lets me know exactly, kind of volume-wise as well, of what we're working with. And it also makes them super accountable because they know they need to send me that picture. Like I said on the previous podcast called Fat Loss at the Basics, Work out your miles per gallon from a human being movement point of view and set that new calorie target so you, so you know you can burn through any unwanted body fat. So my take home messages folks is this. Two things, one, you need to put the muscles under some decent tension in order for them to tone up and grow. Number two, to make those muscles more visible you need to adjust the calorie calculator and make some changes if you are going to if you are carrying too much body fat at the end of the day. So guys, thanks for listening. If you want me to talk about anything else in particular, you can simply ask me by heading over to that Instagram page which I mentioned earlier, which is Garth Strength and Shred, or feel free to email me via the website which is strengthandshred.co.uk. Chat soon.